Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs. With companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hey, this is James Ellis from the TalentCast podcast, and you're listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast, which... I guess is your choice. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a rare, very rare late night episode of the Chad and Cheese podcast. I'm feeling kind of squirrely. So break out the smoking jackets and pour yourself a cognac. I'm your co-host, Joel Don Draper Cheeseman. And I'm Chad. Let's hurry the fuck up. There's football on, so wash. On this week's show, LinkedIn hashes out at companies. At least one part of Bullhorn's new marketplace is bullshit. And career builder is back in court. Wah, wah, the fire is warm and the Browns are on tonight, kids. We'll be right back after this word from Canvas. Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. Shout out to the Browns who are bound to kick the Steelers ass tonight. I probably just jinxed it. But anyway, other shout outs. Uh, Shout out to RecruitCon. Just got back from Nashville. Uh, earlier today, spoke on SEO for Google for Jobs. That was a good time. Nashville's always fun. Nash Vegas in the house. Uh, shout out to RecruitCon. RecruitCon. That Julie's still down there. Yeah, she's on. She's got a double billing on that bitch. Yeah. Good for yeah, her. Yeah, no, you warmed him up. That's awesome. Uh, big, <laughs> big shout out to. You're, you're, ta- you're talking about the crowd, obviously. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, ten right. guy, we're close, but we're, we're not that close. Uh, ten guy wins Anora, which is a national online recruitment online recruiting association award. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> way to go, 10 guy. Yeah, if they can't win an innovative award, they can't win anything. Because that fucking thing is at least innovative, yeah, if nothing else. Yeah, the only else. one in the world. Uh, Skill Scout, big props to Skill Scout. So uh, we, uh, we've been looking for an opportunity to do video uh, for a while now. And we just have had too much other shit going on. Joel has been able to double up on his naps, which has been awesome. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. we finally found... A company, Skill Scout, who we could do DIY stuff, and it wouldn't look like all Blair Witchy and shit. It looks good, yep. uh, so we're happy about that. It took a company led by a, 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 another cheeseman to get us on on video. We appreciate that, <laughs> and a, and a Valentine and I can't a Valentine, Elena. the one who actually sent the shit to you. A yes, cheeseman yes. and a Valentine. Uh, shout out to Jim Stroud. Jim Stroud, uh, the latest uh, entrant to our network empire podcast empire uh joined evergreen this week the announcement went out we're glad to have jim on board and uh it's gonna be a fun ride shout out to him it is and next up i'm gonna say it i'm gonna give it up it's gonna happen for all you branding fans out there employer brand fans james (laughs) ellis and the talent cast will be official very very soon in the evergreen podcast network um, if you're looking for more knowledge to feed your brain, subscribe to the Jim Stroud podcast and the talent cast. Saw James today, actually. Uh, I'm sure this will be something he he needs to cover this on the podcast. And I'm going to I'm going to tease the audience. Uh, he was recently interviewed for a job at Career Builder. I won't give away any more than that. Recently? But he's got a nice little story to tell. Yes, very recently. They're pimping that they got a bunch of money somehow, which I don't think has been publicized, but we'll, we'll have to get on that. And if anyone knows anything about that, let us know. Yeah, uh, this class action suit we're going to talk about might have something to do with that. A uh, big shout out to Nicole Garotti, I think it is. She <laughs> tweeted listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast for the first time. This is definitely the big mouths of HR podcasts. Two things. First, Nicole really this is your first time welcome but wow it took you so long second welcome, the big yeah. mouths i think that's good i'm just not sure you make her name sound like the latest mcdonald's dessert Ooh. I'm, i think it's mccall and not mccall <laughs> mccall or whatever the hell you said and why can't we get fans with normal names for god's sakes man we can't pronounce anybody's name on this show i'll take them all yeah however michael odell i can pronounce ah. uh he lives in nashville uh, works for Nuvu. Uh, apparently, <laughs> they have about ten different pronunciations of the of the word in within the company. So mm. the fact that we mispronounce Good. it, I think, is okay. But Michael took us took took me to his favorite barbecue spot. Uh, took me to some cool sort of historic bars in Nashville. Uh, fed me PBR. Uh, it was a good time, Michael. Much appreciated. You're a good cat. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Julie doesn't give get any props at all for buying you drinks. Are you kidding me? She didn't buy me any drinks. Okay, we'll, we'll put that one out there. Wait till she gets home. Uh, yeah. Shout out to your favorite <laughs> porn star, Hung Lee, for, for giving us some love. He's everyone's favorite. He gave us some love on Sunday's uh, recruiting brain food. I've never seen yeah. one of his porn, his porn movies, but, you know. I, that's you say he's good, so I'm gonna go with you on that. He's hung like a you know what. That's all I'm saying. 
who else we got? Uh, that's all my shout outs. We can talk about travel unless you got more people to suck up to. Jobiak. You forgot. Jobiak gets $2.3 million. I'm going with Jobiak. Okay, Jobiak. You like Jobiak better? Yeah, it's definitely Jobiak. Since they're pushing <laughs> jobs to Google for jobs, I'm going to say it's Jobiak. Jobiak. Kodiak, Jobiak. Yeah, they got 2.3 mil, right? Yeah, 2.3 mil. It's it, it's interesting. Yeah, for what I'm hearing, they're having uh, issues con- with conversions. Oh, shit. Uh, conversions can be a bitch. And hopefully that 2.3 million can help you get there. My big question is, we really haven't heard much from any of the programmatic players around Google for jobs. And what I would like mm. to hear from them, and you know, we'll reach out, but you guys reach out to us, is Google for jobs dying Are we seeing still the type of traffic that we did six months ago, a year ago? I want to hear about that because we're not seeing much happening from the platform itself. Yeah, I don't think it's dying. There's an SEO presentation PowerPoint being passed around. And it's it's not about the jobs component, but it's about Google's entire no-click search like strategy to compete with everybody. Uh Uh-huh. And jobs is just a piece of that. But right. from the tool, the SEO tools that have been sort of highlighted in this presentation, uh, the jobs component is growing quite nicely. So although we may not hear stuff anecdotally or from providers for that, uh, at least one tool in the SEO community is showing that there's a there's a good amount of growth in the uh, the jobs vertical for Google. So I don't think it's going anywhere. I know you know we've talked to Sovereign mm-hmm. Robert Ruff about how much easier it is to sort of handle jobs, parse jobs and serve them up much more so than profiles, uh-huh. which was part of the the higher issues and closing that down. But yeah, I don't I don't think hires going anywhere. I think they're going to monetize it next year. They're going to start pay-per-click shit. Like I don't I don't think it's going anywhere at all. So you don't feel like jobs is going anywhere. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Okay. We definitely like again to hear from some of our programmatic friends out there to give us some some data on some of that just uh, the the peaks and valleys of what's going on uh and uh, imagine that a programmatic friend julie ho from job ad x uh your limited edition chad and cheese t-shirt is in the mail just want to make sure you knew that big fan of the show julie ho man awesome events events we're almost done with the year thank god are we going to have a moratorium Woo-hoo. on talking about 2020 until 2020? Possibly. Okay. So iSims is next week. <laughs> yep. Going to Arizona for iSims. Um, I get Go to off. Arizona. Goat yoga. And then we'll <laughs> learn more about in players. You know, one of our big players in our space, you know, you might have heard of them, iSim. So it's going to be a two-day affair learning what's going on with them against the, uh, the market. Yeah. And while we're there, we can actually ask them about Google for Jobs as well. We, uh, we totally can, and they enjoy talking yeah. about that. Colin's a big okay. fan of, of what Google's doing. And by the way, that reminded me of another shout-out. Uh, Symphony Talent Care Package came oh, for me today. Call. I don't know yep. if you got that or not, but uh, yep. a, yet another Yeti that I can add to the collection <laughs> uh, and a pair of AirPods, which is fucking fat. So iSims better up the game uh, when we go down there with the swag because Symphony Talent just upped the game big time. AirPods and they matched iSims Yeti, Yeti for Yeti. So uh, Symphony Talent now not just spending money on things like, I don't know, Smashfly. They're spending things on uh, the Chad and Cheese. Pretty sure they didn't just get that for us. Pretty sure everyone that's important, you know, and we are important. 
uh, got a Yeti and a pair of AirPods. So we're not that special, but take it's still that. really nice swag. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, yeah. From stuff that you can't drink. This is a pretty good, uh, you know, second <laughs> second act. And at least you can put drinks in the Yeti to keep cold for your football watching pleasure. Yes, you need to have that walking drink. Uh, going to Dallas <laughs> for talent nets. And what are we going to be doing in Dallas? Shit, I don't even know. What, what's Where are we at? What's, what's going on big, in Dallas? Big D. Yep. Uh, we're doing uh, talent net live. Uh-huh. Uh, Craig Fisher's 10th year putting this Holy thing shit. on. It's a Dallas and really Texas staple. Uh, we're going to be doing our show. We're going to be doing uh, our naughty or our world famous naughty or nice list. Uh, and we're trying to we're working on a guest, a guest to come up with us. Uh, that's that's been a challenge so far. But uh, I'm pretty confident that we can get a, a, a competent female, hopefully counter voice uh, to balance our naughty to her nice that would be nice so if you're in the dallas area and you would like to uh get on the chat and cheese podcast then feel free to go ahead and hit us on the website or tweet us or something like that we could probably get you into the conference uh, i don't want to speak for craig but if you're willing to come on the show uh and you don't have tickets to the event uh we could probably pull some strings for you i'm gonna say we can probably do that topics topics it's time for the news Career Builder, long arm of the law coming down on Career Builder once again in the news. Yes. So from the Cook County record, uh, a new class action action lawsuit has accused Career Builder for underpaying its sales representatives, allegedly stripping those workers of commissions they had earned. And one of the things you don't want to do... To your school staff is you don't want to fuck with their commissions. That is one big pile of shit. Benjamin D. Fongers filed suit (laughs) and potentially hundreds, if not thousands of additional plaintiffs uh, who worked at Career Builder Mm -hmm. may join in that suit. So if you were in Career Builder during the time frame in which the fucking occurred, guess what, kids? Join the class action suit. You're getting paid. (laughs) <laughs> you gonna get paid yeah yeah, yeah i had heard rumors of this uh, a while ago about commissions being screwed yep. up i think this was during the whole whatever poncho vila or whoever the hell it was el chapo Chabo, el chapo yeah i think this was during the whole chapo thing that commissions are being cut and slashed um i had at least one ex-career builder uh message me and said everything in this is entirely true mm-hmm. and it's why so many of us left uh when it happened so yeah i think i think career builders probably gonna have to write a check for this one and if it's thousands it's gonna be a pretty big check yeah so uh, according to the complaint career builder instituted a new compensation plan this is this is classic under the new comp plan, the compensation was allegedly ratcheted down. Uh, then commissions were removed entirely. Ouch. I love also that they're adding interest and attorney fees to the lawsuit, just to add a little salt to the uh, the wound there that they're about. To- what, do, what do pissed off salespeople do? File lawsuits, apparently. Or they don't sell and or they leave. And I've had a handful of... Um, those individuals actually reach out and say exactly. As a matter of fact, one of them sent me this uh, this story. I didn't even know it. I got yeah. this story and then had a, a, a handful of others actually ping me and say, boom, here's the link. It's true. So it's 
man, this is not a good thing. You don't you don't screw your people. Yeah, yeah. There's also some some good stuff out there on Glassdoor and Indeed and other places where you know reviews are put. So it hurts your recruiting and retention for future employees that you might recruit. Yeah. So you were talking about some of that money that they might have had that they were talking about with James. Uh, well, if you scrape this much money off the backs of your salespeople, you can come up with cash. But I mean, th- right now, career builder is kind of like the Titanic. It's going down while uh, the executives find the lifeboats and everybody else just, you know, they just stay on and fucking drown. It's it's horrible. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're I think they're they're just playing with house money at this point. I mean, obviously little bumps in the road where they have to pay out stuff sucks for them, but I think they've made their money uh and then some and now they're just milking it, don't you think? Now they're just making people's lives horrible. Sure. I mean, that's what it is. Sure. I mean, that's and they have people around have no idea what's going on. No, like, not putting money back into the products and looking yep. to sell. And from my understanding, some of my sources say that the background screening company is very close to being sold. So there's even more money. So yeah. it's, you know, again, it's like the Titanic. And my my question to the people that are still on the Titanic, the fuck are you doing on the Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> They're they're count they're shuffling the chairs because it's busy work. At least they have text kernel to fall back on. Yeah, and Broadbean, right? That's right. Uh, but but I mean, so just a couple of years ago, we were they have like twenty five thousand clients, and I mean that's dwindled down to like a two three thousand or something like that. I mean, it's just it's I don't understand where this ends uh, and how they can get guys like James Ellis in for an actual interview. <laughs> why, why do they even yeah. need it? And why are they doing WWE sponsors? I don't get it. But at least you like their new ads, though. So they have that yeah, as well. No, I like I liked them better than any of their other ads they've done in the last couple of years. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, we can talk about McDonald's then, for God's sakes. We can beat that dead horse. Yeah, more. I don't think the horse is dead. If the horse was dead, people wouldn't be publishing more more news about them. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, that's the thing that's getting me. And one of the reasons why I, I personally wanted to talk about this is because this feels like second life back in the day uh, where everybody was so excited about it. But then remember TMP did a job fair and that shit just didn't work. All right. Let's unwrap this a little bit. Are you comparing the fate of second life to the future fate of voice search? Oh, wait a minute. I thought you, I thought you were still bolstering second life. <laughs> I'm on it right now. <laughs> you believe voice assistants are a thing, right? Like that's not going to, that's not going to be second life part two, right? Yeah, well, I I think Second Life is still a thing, though, too. The problem was back when they did it, the bandwidth was horrible. The processing was horrible. It was too early for its time. It, it might be good for job fairs one day, right? But it's just not it's not ready. The problem I have with this product, which we've talked about before, the experience for the job seeker sucks. And if that job seeker, go figure, is a customer of McDonald's and they have a shitty experience. It's just another Mm -hmm. black hole that they end up in. So I just don't get it. Why does McDonald's rush to market with something that sucks from an experience standpoint? Well, I think there's one valid thing here is is to note that bloggers and journalists are historically lazy (laughs) and and they 
they see a story, right? McDonald's, Alexa, yeah. apply for a job. And it's like, I'm going to write about that. And they just look at the press release. They copy and paste the quotes that are from the press release. Um, and they don't actually like go to Alexa. Yeah, um, they don't do it. Or have an Alexa. If they don't have Alexa, I get that. But like they don't actually test it. It's just like something to drive traffic and clicks to their blog or, or website. So there is a there's a level of laziness with this story to say like, oh, it's cool. Let's write about it, but actually not do journalism or reporting and see if it actually works. Um, I wish some more of that would happen. But, yeah, that's part of the reason why this thing is still in the news and it will continue to be um, someone else. Some other company will do it and they'll do a press release around that restaurant or whatever mm -hmm. has done it and more press will come out. But ultimately, if the shit doesn't work, it'll just it'll just die out. This is obviously going to be a topic in our naughty and nice podcast. <laughs> I would say yes. I'm going, I'm going to guess this is on your naughty list uh, with a bullet. And only because I was so excited to be able to actually have something that was voice activated. That was a good experience, right? Or at least a good shot of an experience. This is total shit. You feel torched by this. You're, you're, yeah, you're I feel, I feel, I feel bait and switched. <laughs> so, you know, if you're McDonald's, this is bullshit. If you're Paradox and Olivia, this is total utter bullshit. They both knew better. Mel McDonald's probably didn't know as much better. Uh -huh. They should have. But the vendor, Paradox, they should have known better. You feel like you got catfished, don't you? You feel like yes. you were lured yes. in and then, yes. you know. It, she wasn't what you expected when you saw the the tender post. That's exactly it. right. It was a it was a great looking, maybe a little airbrushing that was happening, but still, yeah, got catfish on this one. Let's take a break. I'm going to check the score on the Browns game, and uh, we'll come back and talk about Indeed and Bullhorn's new marketplace. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. We've got a 7-0 score. Browns in the lead. Baker Mayfield, one yard rush, rushing touchdown. Just an update. It's early. You, but, you you're know, totally hey. jigsing yourself at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't wait when this airs and the finals like 49 to 7. It'll be good. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, so uh, a tweet from co-founder of Indeed, Paul Forster, got you all been out of shape this week what happened yeah well let, let's set this up real quick sure. so pa paul forster really is the guy him and ronnie who made indeed you know yeah. what, what what it is today i mean the culture of indeed is very very much that of what paul wanted it to be mm -hmm. um and, and this tweet really it exemplifies you think it symbolizes the DNA of the company and who Paul Forrester is. So anyway, Paul puts out a tweet talking about 15 years ago, the Indeed space and now the new Indeed space in Austin um, apparently outdoes Facebook and Google. So he's all excited about it. Mm -hmm. And one of the people that's not excited, and I, I know many companies that are not excited um, because they feel like they were taken for a ride with a Trojan horse. 
Mm-hmm. One of the one of the people actually said it's really too bad you're focusing more on your offices and not on the customers that got you there. That's what mm-hmm. we talk about all the time. Indeed, really bait and switch where they give away that that free heroin drip of organic search traffic and then they just yank it right out from underneath you. They did that with job boards. Mm-hmm. They did that with staffing companies. This is a great opportunity, I think, for Paul to say, you know, that's really interesting. And Paul hasn't been with a company for a very long time. I think it's in- easy for yeah. Paul to say, that's very interesting. Um, I- I'm not involved with ops. So, you know, like, why don't we bring those guys in? I'm sure customer service can help you out. But Paul doesn't do that. Paul says, interesting point. Although, in fact, job seekers are more important in that journey pretty much telling the company that paid to lift them up to, to create what they created today. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> that, that symbolizes Paul Forrester. He's always been an asshole. Wow. And the culture of this organization is guess what? Too fucking bad. If you don't like it, <laughs> go somewhere else. You know, Paul's in Bora Bora with a fruity drink with an umbrella and could care less about your opinion. But that's a different this is story. Another, this is another reason, <laughs> another reason why he should he should be nice to people, for God's sake. That's true. He's, he has he, no other reason, you know. Right. It's, it's just who he is, maybe. He could at least, after the billion dollars that they made, while he's drinking fruity drinks on the beach, be a nice guy instead of an asshole anymore. At least he's not catfishing people from what we understand. So that's a good thing. By the way, Ronnie is a beautiful human being. We can agree on that. Yes, yeah, we okay. can definitely. Right. We well, can good. definitely. He, they, they definitely have the, the yin and yang going. But also from a source, and <laughs> this continues to kind of build up. Here's a quote from one of, a, one of the vendors who mm-hmm. is dealing directly with uh, hiring companies. Indeed told one of our bigger customers that to get their jobs sponsored, it would be 10K per month, which means in this context that they're actually starting to pull organic traffic away from hiring companies now, and they're starting to make them pay exactly what they did with job boards, exactly what they did with staffing companies. Guess what? If you're a hiring company and you don't have an exit plan, sorry about you. I think it's fair to say that Indeed is quickly not a job search engine anymore. It's just a pay-to-play job site. I, I stopped short of saying job board, but basically that's what they've become. No, it's a job board with performance ads. I mean, seriously, because all the jobs are on with this this two-pane kind of thing that they have right. going on. They went from being a job search engine that drove, much like Google drove traffic to uh, your site, and to keeping all the traffic on their site. I'm just saying like, the general spirit of a jo- of a search engine is not to like make people pay to be in the search engine. Yeah, exactly. And and they're get they're they're so they're getting so far away from that that I'm just they're just a job board at this point yep. to me. Nope, they are. They are a job board. Uh, Bullhorn is in the news. Uh, we haven't talked about them for a while. So I got an email from Doug Haslam. Uh, their senior manager of media relations, okay. uh, quote, Bullhorn has today launched the new Bullhorn Marketplace. You can learn more at bullhorn.com slash marketplace. Uh, the marketplace is an ecosystem of 100 plus pre-integrated partners to help customers, blah, 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 choose solutions, yada, yada, yada. You love marketplaces. I love I love marketplaces. Yeah. Uh, it, with one exception. 
I emailed Doug back and said, hey, dude, can you can you send me some like pricing info on the marketplace? And do you do you care to take a guess at what his comment was or his answer was? I don't want to give you that answer because you'll publish it. Pretty well. Maybe that's what he what he said internally. But his official answer was, quote, just spoke with the alliances team to confirm we are keeping fee structures confidential at this time. So I'm afraid I can't disclose any Mm. of that. And my reply was, boo. (laughs) I don't understand why that can't be transparent. I don't know why. Just the whole fee structure needs to die. I mean, I don't know who needs to do it, but they're charging so much for this. Like to be in the to be in the marketplace. Oh, okay. I just think the spirit of the beginning of the spirit spirit of marketplaces should be like you know. Put it. Put your app in the marketplace. The marketplace will decide which solutions in the marketplace are best for the market, and users will be able to use services in the marketplace based on sort of a, a meritocracy. You know, Apple to be in the Apple uh, App Store. You know, it's a ninety nine dollar fee for the year, and it's free to put in an app. I mean, they obviously review it, and they have terms of service and things you have to sort of jump through. But there's no real cost. Uh, Android is free. You know, Slack is free. I don't know why, you know, our business has this sort of hurdle. I understand ATSs have to make money and these places have to make money, but it just seems intricate. It just seems uh, it just seems bad that we make companies and startups that could be in marketplaces like this basically not be able to do it because of the fee structure. And I and the fact that the fact that you have a fee structure sucks. And then the fact that it's not transparent, I think is doubly, doubly shitty. Yeah, I agree with the transparency. What I don't agree with is the whole app piece because the the apps are not as complex as what's going on in the actual marketplace for the applicant tracking systems. So if you're building an app for Android or iOS, right? That that's not easy. Don't get me wrong, but it is it is much much less complex than trying to get your platform integrated into something like a core system like an applicant tracking system. Not to mention, it's not a one-way road where only the developer of the app is going to have to do uh, the updates, right? You have to have somebody in the core system also doing that and managing that. So therefore there are resources and costs that go along with it. So, I mean, I I think it's the big difference is scale of what you're talking about. I I love the idea of having a marketplace where you can do that, but what you're talking about scale wise is entirely different. Uh, I mean, maybe. Sounds like a topic for iSIMS next week. Yeah. Help us understand why the, the fee structure exists as it does in our world and not in others. I think they'll probably say, read Chad's transcript and that's it. <laughs> I doubt they'll say that. Uh, <laughs> I just think it's because we love startups yes. and we firing squad yep. and you know we, we love them. And I think too many of the ones that I talk to, it's like we can't afford to be on multiple marketplaces, let alone, you know, one or two. And I just think it, it, it hinders innovation. It stifles, you know, startups. And I just think that sucks. Either way, I totally get what you're saying. I'd love to see it easier for startups to be able to engage and not have to mm-hmm. pay. But yeah, I mean, it's, the, I think it's the resource piece really. <sighs> well, let's take another break and uh, check scores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll talk about Two fun topics, TikTok and LinkedIn. TikTok. Nope. Nah. 
Not for me. All these jobs look the same. Ugh, next! This is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs, just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them. Face it, we live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job AdX seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching, building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's joinus at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with Job AdX. It seems like yesterday we were talking about TikTok at 500 million users. Yes. Well, they just surpassed a billion users. Yeah. They're the fastest to, to get to a billion ever. Yeah. Uh, the average time spent by a user per day is like 56 minutes. Mm -hmm. the, the 16 to 24 age group it's like by far the most pop, not by far, but it's the most popular app among, among that age group. So obviously yeah. when that happens, what does Facebook do? They, they want to try to mimic <laughs> exactly what's happening and or steal. So they tried with Lasso first and that fucking bombed. Well, yeah. So the, the Lasso bombed, but uh, putting stories within Instagram has worked basically, and they've uh -huh. they've effectively stifled Snapchat's growth um, because of that. So they're essentially doing the same with TikTok. TechCrunch and Variety caught uh, wind of a new tool called Reels, like a movie reel. Uh, yeah. And I think this was in South America somewhere, uh, like it wouldn't get sort of discovered, right? Um, so these are 15-second videos. Uh, you can adjust feed, set them to music, uh, borrow audio, do uh, duets with other it's um, users. It's TikTok, right? It's TikTok. So I, I was trying to figure out an angle from employment on this. And I got to think, if I'm a if I'm a shit hot developer and all I see coming out of Facebook is copycat stuff that's mimicking successful technologies and services, why the fuck would I go to Facebook? Right. Like if the innovation there is dead, I'm going to go somewhere where it lives and breathes. And that for the last five, 10 years has not been Facebook. Yes. And I, I want to make a point real quick. I, I remember for many months uh every time i brought tiktok up you laughed at me but you love tiktok i find it fascinating it is i really totally do fascinating yeah. not to mention if you're on it like gary v is like everywhere but he is mm -hmm. like all over tiktok every time i turn on tiktok i just turned it on he was on tiktok it, i think it's a great marketing machine to be quite frank for individuals even like us i mean we should we get a tiktok we should possibly talk to skill scout about that but yeah i think if you're looking to try to work at an organization that doesn't feel like 
the corporate or the man, it's not going to be Facebook mm-hmm. today. It's definitely not with all this shit that's going on uh, with Zuckerberg and 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 Cheryl telling bullshit lies in Congress. I mean, it's just like that's not where you want to be. Um, I'm not yeah. sure that Google is where you want to be either, right? They're, they're just so corporate. Um, these smaller types of startups, that I think that's the ticket right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think Twitter's trying to balance the line of not falling into Facebook land. Yes. Um, and I think part of the whole we're not going to take political ads is part of that because I think that's got to be a minefield for Facebook recruiting when they get questions about why do you allow political ads that aren't totally true in fact sometimes absolute lies uh to be on the platform um so twitter i think twitter's trying to stay cool but they're balancing out the fact that trump's presidency is based on twit his tweets yeah but then also staying away from the political minefield uh that is advertising but yeah it's it's a weird it's got to be a weird world for recruiting for these big companies because I got to think hot shit developers are running as far away from them as possible. Yeah. There are many people that are running away from them as far as possible. Yeah. I'll just go with that. <laughs> but where they're certainly running to is LinkedIn because it's so cool. Uh, so LinkedIn, this is my little, this is my little pet story uh, for the week. Uh, so LinkedIn launched hashtags for, for companies or basically company pages, right? So, if you're a comp, you know, whatever, for, if you're an ATS, you can put hashtag ATS, hashtag recruiting software, whatever, whatever hashtags you want to associate with your okay. business, um, which is all, which is all fine and good. Right. So what's happening. And I did this for, for ratedly. Um, I added hashtags to it. So any, any posts by an individual that has hashtags that are, that are the same as the ones you associate with your business, mm-hmm. you get an alert from LinkedIn saying, hey, Joe Schmo just posted something about employment branding or whatever it might be. Right. And then and then it says you might want to go comment. So I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of clever. So I go I go to the post that uh, they told me to look at and comment. And sure enough, if if there were 20 comments 15 of them were companies, right? So, (laughs) so now, so now all your posts are going to be inundated with companies that are like-minded to the content that you just posted Uh with commentary, which I got to think is going to get really old, really fast with people. Uh, So yeah, I just wanted to point that out as something new at at LinkedIn that they're doing, but I can't imagine that they're going to, that users are going to be real happy with like 10 comments and nine of them are from companies. That's horrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Go Browns. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho, pepper jack, Swiss. So many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out. How much do you understand 
the future of finance. I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.